going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Running and Gunning Podcast with your hosts, Justin Sinan and Logan Sanburn. We're stoked to have you uh, joining us this evening. We got got some exciting news. Um, nothing groundbreaking uh, this week, but uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. We're going to get into uh, some recent success I had. Logan um, is getting on some birds. Uh, hopefully, here in the next uh, week or so, um, we'll get into that going on but um things are going good um got one tag punched uh here recently if you follow us uh dropped a, a reel and um you know me and the old lady doubled up so we'll get into that story but what's going on logan how you doing today man hey pretty good uh got out in the woods this evening it was an awesome day uh just weather wise like it was actually really warm which is i didn't think would be good for trying to track turkeys down and it wasn't (laughs) um but it was it was enjoyable to be outside so you know i'm i'm pretty stoked uh like you said i haven't had any success yet haven't punched any tags but i got on some birds on sunday and that the property that i'm going out to is like they're everywhere so as long as i put the time in i should be able to make it happen and I plan on getting back out. I'm busy this weekend, uh, going down to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and uh, doing some wedding festivities. And Ooh. so, yeah, that sounds fun. I right? I won't be able to get out until next week. Um, I might, I might try and go in late to work on a couple of days during the week to try and make it happen in the morning. That way, I don't <laughs> don't have to try and get out in the evening again. Right. Because that was, that was very unsuccessful. So, yeah. I mean, you never know, man. Sometimes in the evenings, it can, it'll really piss off your wife because then, she, you know, she'll be like, oh, well, you went turkey on this evening. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go tomorrow too and I'm going to kill a turkey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I got that the other, the other day and I was like, damn it, woman. I watched <laughs> all them birds go over there, like kind of towards where the ground blind was. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a very successful evening turkey hunter, but. It can happen anytime. I mean, from what I'm being told, uh, if you're hunting turkeys in a field, basically just get set up where everything can see you uh, for the most part, and hopefully they'll work towards your decoys. But yeah, I, I mean, know. it's it's kind of like you go out in the evening and you get set up for the next morning, and you know exactly where you need to be and when and all of yeah. that and then it's like you go home and you catch shit and you're like yeah i'm still going out <laughs> yeah it was worth it yeah yeah and then but does your wife you like know, turkey um we've never actually had wild turkey so okay i i, mean, I really had, like it, the I mean, uh the bourbon but not the whoa well, well, hello <laughs> the, come on yeah come on <laughs> this is we kentucky. Are from kentucky yeah <laughs> cheers yeah, man. Uh, for those of you that have not uh, attended the Bourbon Trail, come on, give it a try. <laughs> it's a good yes. time. There's tons of bourbon in Kentucky. Um, yeah, man. Uh, my old lady was like just being weird about it. She's like, I don't know if I want to eat wild turkey. And I'm like, all right, I'll make it really good. So I really enjoy it in the smoker. I'm trying to stay away from fried foods, you know, I'm trying to watch my figure for my elk hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, so... And in my opinion, I think in the smoker, it's just delicious, man. 
It's like really, really good lunch meat. Have you done any of the, the whole legs? Yeah, uh, throw them in the crock pot. That's my advice. Yeah. I'm, I'm big on that. And then what I do, I'll just shred it all off of there and then just put it in a bag or whatever you want to do. And then I'll make like some tacos with it or something like that. It's I actually salt brine mine. Um, I learned that from an old friend of mine. And it makes it a lot, uh, a lot juicier. And for the dark meat, it gives it like, it's almost like eating a piece of jerky. I'll be honest. I can just snack on that stuff. Yeah. I meant like, uh, like eating like a whole drumstick, like smoking the whole drumstick and then eating it that way. No, I've never smoked them, man. They're so, (laughs) they're so, uh, they're like skinnier. Even like we shot two good sized birds and the legs just aren't that, they're so much more lean than like a farm raised turkey, I guess. Yeah. Because I do love me some drumsticks. I won't lie. Right? <laughs> yeah, I do. No. I mean, that makes sense. It's That's just the way it is, like, with wild game anyways. Yeah. But, I mean, I I think she would eat it uh, if I got it. And then yeah. I, I just bought that new um, the meat grinder for deer season. And then. You think so you I would grind it. the turkey meat? I might try it. Some. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's I, I mean that's what I eat that. a lot of the time anyways is ground turkey like okay. what, yeah instead of ground beef yeah I don't know man um, I know if you're gonna it was super dry the first time I did it um, it was also a really old turkey so that might have been why it wasn't quite as good my first turkey was like a a older bird so from what I'm told like they don't taste quite as good so shoot a yeah. Jake and <laughs> and eat good. Uh, all right i like it yeah now i had like, i had a, a cool hunt this morning too man i went out this morning instead of i wanted to go yesterday morning but it just didn't work out and um it was pretty fun man i had uh what like three jakes uh tom was with the jakes which kind of blew my mind because i just didn't think that toms and jakes hung out together like that um but long story short uh, it didn't work out. They went away. The Tom slipped out of the field somewhere, like just in one of the low points in the field, and all the Jakes and a couple hens came over to us. But didn't happen. I feel like you see that with whitetails too, where you'll have like, you know, a big buck that has like a little fork or a spike or something that hangs out with them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like, definitely. Like they're buddies. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just like a weird relationship. Like even when you think these dudes should be hating each other right now, but they're just like yeah. hanging out and you're just like, I don't understand I mean, what's going on. <laughs> you know, I, I understand like if like two Toms or three Toms want to hang out, but I, I just didn't get how like it was three Jakes and a Tom. Cause I've always heard like the Jakes will beat the crap out of a Tom or like, you know, vice versa like that that Tom will try to beat up a, a couple of Jake's. I, I, I don't know. It, it just kind of maybe. surprised me, you know, always learning every time. Maybe you that Tom's just like new. running, running them like a gang. Like he's the leader. It's very possible. I mean, I think he's the <laughs> pimp cause he slipped away with one of the ladies. So yeah, that's how it went. Yeah. Unfortunately for you. Yeah. Nah, it's all good, man. I'm just, <laughs> I'm happy to be out there. It was a beautiful morning and I just love hearing him gobble and it was cool. Got some good footage. Had some hens dusting. That was real. I got badass footage of that actually. Um, That's cool. 
I zoomed in on this hen, man. I'm like, I wish I could, uh, I might try and break it down in slow-mo, but it looked, if I would have had a really nice lens, it would have came out sick. Yeah. The, sun, the way the sun was on her and everything and like watching the dust cloud go. That's cool. But, yeah. The, uh, why don't you tell us about the other day? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into some cool stuff. Yeah. Um, so I went and I took my wife out for her first ever turkey hunt and we totally spoiled her. Um, I'd been scouting the, <clears throat> the farm, like there's a, a nice like spot for me to glass. And basically I've been getting up there and checking most of the spots that I can. And I've noticed like there's a whole, like, you know, one of the coves is really kind of, you can't see. So I kind of got a wild hair and I've, I've checked in and this is not illegal, but I can, I kind of feel like it could possibly be illegal at some point because I can see people getting pissed off about it. But in my defense, this was purely scouting and this was not during turkey season. So I was flying my drone, um, for these sections of the farm that I couldn't get to. And i Flew my drone super high in the air, and then I basically just looked for little black dots in the field. And it made scouting a lot easier. So I learned that a lot of these birds seem to prefer this one area frequently versus the other two or three spots they could be in, right? And that's where I set the blind at. So I didn't roost any birds or anything like that. I just I knew around 7.30 to 8 o'clock there were birds in these areas, like consistent. So I felt like I, our best odds were, you know, going over there because there's a good bit of turkeys on this farm, just different clusters of them all the time. So we get set up. Um, we go in there. I put uh, the whole goal was for Amanda to, to kill her first turkey. Right. I mean, you know, I was like, she was bugging me to, to take the bow, and I was kind of like, oh. <laughs> You know, a lot of bad stuff happens with shooting a turkey with a bow generally because, like, I, I know of two or three people right now that have wounded turkeys with a bow just this season. So, it's just, just a tough it's target. tough. Yeah, yeah it, they're weird, like, and they're toughest. They're toughest crap. You got to, like, break them down pretty much um, or cut their heads off. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. So, um, we get set up. Uh, we didn't my blind is kind of facing the woods instead of facing the whole field. And that was kind of a mistake because the start of the morning, like I just, I don't know. I felt like they were going to roost in front of us, but I was dead wrong. All the birds are behind us. We start hearing turkeys when they fly down off the roost and, um, they're coming in and there's two times out there and I'm like, Oh yeah. And there's like three or four hens with them too. So the hens start working our way. Um, I got them kind of excited, like they were naturally just calling, and I just started mimicking them, and I kind of pissed off one of the hens, so she started, <clears throat> that's one good tactic, I'll say, like if you can kind of hear a hen in the woods, and you hear like her cadence, if it's like, burp, 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 like you just try to mimic her, and then get a little more aggressive, like a step above, and cut her off, and then a lot of times, she'll come, and those times, she'll bring the times with her. So they took freaking, yeah, they took forever though. Like it took them like 45 minutes. I did not call 
probably for like 40 minutes. When I knew that they were coming my way, I'd just shut up. Because I knew in my head, I'm like, if there's two times and they see the strutter decoy, I had one strutter and one hen out. And um, and this was another really big tip if you're going to bow hunt turkeys. Put the decoys at 10 yards or 12 yards in front of your blind. Don't put them at 20 yards. Put them close to you. Because if a Tom is going to come in and work them, he's going to work them that close. Like wherever your decoys are. And you can get away with it in a blind. Like, you know, it's kind of amazing that you can just pop up a blind and, and do this. But so the, the hens pass by us. Also dumb. Yes. Yeah. They are smart, but you know, they have a little brain. So, <laughs> um, so we have the hens by us and I, I told her, I'm like, don't move because my dumbass set up the blind where like the sun's a little bit on like our, let's say like our three o'clock, the sun's like right there. So from where the turkeys are to our left, um, you can kind of like you could we could have been silhouetted super easily from moving so i was like just stay still the hens work by us and the toms are still like 50 to 60 yards behind us so in my mind i'm like man are they gonna even come in and i'm like kind of thinking about just getting down on the ground trying to maybe just you know put the gum barrel out the back of the blind and you know pop one right there Cause I knew they were like within range. We could have done it. And then like, I don't know the other side of me just kind of had a feeling like where they were at, they probably couldn't see the strutter because our blind was so big that it was like interfering with their view. And as soon as they got around the blind where they could see the strutter, man, like they came walking right to us, like on a line. And I told her, I'm like, get ready. It's about to go down. And we had, we had kind of rehearsed this, right? I was like, look, if two toms come in, you know, let me shoot one first with the bow because I'm either going to miss or I'm going to, like, kill this bird, like, quick. Because I had the guillotine head set up, and um, I was using a, a Magnus bullhead with uh, the arrow that they sell. And for any of you guys out there, I highly, highly recommend buying the arrow and the broadhead together it's fifty dollars for two heads and two arrows and we are not affiliated with magnus at all this is purely like me trying to give you guys good information so you can have a successful hunt um but they fly amazing dude like there was zero tuning i had to do with my setup whatsoever uh it it drove you mean re you mean retuning because yeah i know we had talked about this before um like your bow is already very finely tuned. You just didn't have to change anything. You just ch- essentially just used these new arrows with the new heads and everything yeah. flew the way that you wanted it to. Right. And I have bear shafted yeah. my bow. Like my, I've got it tuned. So I have heard that's an important uh, factor in this. So if you guys don't, it's summertime. I highly recommend all of you guys to, take the time and paper tune your bow. Cause it is a very important thing. Like it makes a big difference on you shooting animals. Um, but to get back into it, my whole thing was, I told her, let me shoot one first. Cause if I, if I do my job, right, like the bird's going to drop, we're not going to make much noise. And that other time's probably going to come right back in and, and try and flog, you know, the one that's down, he'll get up there and 
try to beat the crap out of them. I'm sure you've seen like videos and stuff of this, right? Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what happened. Um, he comes in, both of them come in, they do like a circle around the, the strutter decoy. And when they circled, like one of the times went into strut and I just drew my bow back right there. And cause I knew they had all their attention on the decoys. Like they're, they're at 10 yards. And when I'm at full draw, I'm just kind of waiting for a shot. I'm filming all this too, like with the tripod, like next to me in the ground blind, ground blind. And it was tight, man. Like me and her are both in chairs. I'm shooting my bow. She's got a, a little, you know, holster for a gun so she can have like, cause I really didn't know if we were going to shoot one far close what it was. I just wanted her to be successful. So I set her up for success, but it made things a lot tighter in the blind. So I thought I had these turkeys like in frame and I, I did get the kill on camera, but man, when, uh, when they went and they circled around the, the strutter, the one was super calm and he kept his head really still. And I just, in my head, I was like, this is it. And I touched the arrow off with his neck completely stretched out pretty much. And dude, his head went freaking flying. I mean, <laughs> it was, it was awesome. Like I was blown away and he <laughs> folded right there. Like, you know, done deal. He flapped his wings yeah. a couple times, drops. And I'm yeah, like, his I have, his head's gone. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was, it was pretty awesome. And, uh, I immediately like, I, I was excited, but I immediately like went to her shooting a bird. Right. And I grabbed my camera cause I can kind of see like he ran out probably like 15, 20 yards. And then like my Turkey started flopping a little bit and he immediately ran right into him. And I was like, just take your time. Like just wait for a good shot. Dude, she wasted no time. <laughs> as soon as this, as soon as this time comes in, he gets right on top of the bird I just shot, and she freaking levels his ass. I mean, like <laughs> he did a backflip, like she hit him because I mean he was close as crap, and she she told me she's like, I put the bead like right on his right on his uh on the red on you know on the base of his neck. I was like, I don't care where you shot him, like he ain't going anywhere, <laughs> like. I was like, let's go. And I, dude, Logan, I screamed. I was like, did you flip yeah, the blind baby. off of you guys? <laughs> Just about, man. I mean, I, I was, my excitement level was way up there. And, um, <laughs> I, I can't wait for you guys to, to watch the video and, and laugh at me. But, uh, but it, it really was one of the most exciting hunts I've, I think I've ever had. I will say as far as like, just not, you know, like, it's not like you, you shooting a deer, like you don't really care. You're just like, Bam, done. Like both of us mission succeeded. We were done by seven thirty, you know. Like I was like, We're gonna let's get this done. We're gonna go back and eat good breakfast and chill. And um it was wild, man. I couldn't I could barely find his head. His head flew like ten yards away from where I shot him. <laughs> um finally found my arrow, like and the, the head itself was in perfect condition, like still sharp. So that's off the madness. Anything? It stuck into a corn stalk. Is what it yeah. did. Yeah, but had plenty. I mean, plenty of energy, and the thing was a uh, pretty impressive man. Um, and and now that's, that's all. It's all I really want to do. I'll be honest. I just want to do that <laughs> every day. 
Yeah, just lob, yeah. lob turkey's heads off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least for a little while, you know. It's, it was a ton of fun. Yeah. Might uh, might have to nickname you Executioner or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Ox. Yeah. Who was You'll the Executioner to, uh... in Game of Thrones? What did they call it? The... I know his name's like the mountain or something like that, but yeah. What did they name him in there? Um, I mean, I know you like game of Thrones. Great. His name was Gregor Clegane. Yeah. Yeah. But, I know his real yeah. name, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what I'm asking. No, I forget um, what they called him in there. I think it was been forever. Mountain. It was the mountains. Is that what they called him? Yeah. Okay. He was actually just in the, or well, he is in the news right now. He tore he tore his pec uh, oh, in a really? competition. Yeah, oh, it was crap. nasty. Yeah, I watched the video today. <laughs> oh shoot! Our our yeah. boy Zach did the same thing, dude. Did you hear about that? He did it again. Yeah, he he texted me. Yep. I feel bad for him. That's terrible. I don't I, think it's going to uh, be a too long of a, a healing process, from what I was told. But no, this this was time. It it wasn't uh, quite as bad as the last time, yeah. but. If you're listening out there, Zach, we're, we're wishing you the best, man. Get back out. Get back out. Yeah, yeah, I know the feeling. It's uh, it's tough. Injuries suck. Yeah. How's your arm doing, man? It's pretty good. Um, yeah, I guess I haven't really given any updates anywhere. Uh, I'm I'm getting there. My range of motion is pretty much completely back, and so we started working more on strength stuff in my physical therapy, but it's still, I mean to even be able to probably shoot my bows maybe like two two and a half months out i would guess that's good so yeah you got enough time to get some practice in yeah yeah there's just there's stuff that i want to do that i now i'm not going to be able to do like so just certain shoots and stuff like that over the summer um you know i was i was wanting to try and maybe fit in a tack event and then, yeah, I'd really like to do one of them. Where, what's the closest one to us? There's one in Tennessee. Yeah, okay. And then there's one in PA and one in Michigan, I think. I feel like one of them is uh, one of the days during a mobile roadshow, if I'm not mistaken. I think I looked into yeah. it, and I was like, Damn, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. There's, what, five yeah. five roadshows, so. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Oh, <laughs> on uh, another cool note, um, I got my Idaho tag. I got my license and all that. In the now, mail? No, no, I didn't get it in the mail yet. Uh, my guy, oh. is she, she's getting it for me, but I'm official. Okay. I got a, I got an Idaho hunting license, so it's, get, right. it's getting real, man. It's getting real. Yeah. I know you just guess, got a tag too, right? Yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't talked about that on here. Uh, no. Which we haven't mentioned, because uh, this will go out tomorrow, and then I think the... Charlie's podcast will come out later next week. Um, but we did a podcast with Charlie bear from origins of the hunt po- uh, podcast. And so that'll be dropping. So look forward to that. But yeah, anyways, um, I mentioned on there, I drew a Montana tag. So I put in this year, I obviously have gone to Colorado for three years um, and want to one have, I've always wanted to go to Montana and I got two points and put in for the general draw. Essentially I had to put in for like a special permit, but I just chose a unit that there was absolutely no way I was going to get, um, because it takes like too many bonus points. Yeah. 
and just banking on the fact that I would get the general tag, which is like I can hunt almost the entire state because like that's just how many general units they have. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, cool. I have no idea where I'm going to go or anything yet. Uh, yeah. I had people, I I've, I've got a couple of buddies that are going, um, that I don't know if we're going to end up trying to go together, but there's, I know quite a few people that are actually that drew the general tags for Montana. I was talking with, uh, Dave E. Bright with white, the whitetail experience. And we were, we've been planning for a while now to go together, but, um, we'll see if I hook up with some of the other guys, um, Nathan Mash and Hobie Scarberry They're uh, they both drew tags. So they're up from Columbus in uh, Ohio. So cool. Yeah. I'm, Is there I'm a little excited. bit less pressure there in Montana versus Colorado? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean the general, the general units are still going to be like, they're going to be general units. Um, it's for Montana residents. The general tags are over the counter. So like you'll get pressure from Montana residents, but as far as like overall pressure, it's going to be way down from Colorado just because you can't have, you know, out of state guys just come pick up a tag and hunt wherever. So it's at least it's managed better. Uh, so hopefully the elk herds are bigger and less pressured and, you're not going to run into as many guys. So I'm excited about it. It's yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. It's going to be going to be good, especially not not having success the last three years. Yeah. Well, you never know, man. I mean, your first year in Montana, you probably get it done. You know what you're doing now. So it's just a matter of timing and being in the right place. Right. Um, I was going to ask what, uh, I really, for me, like, this year, out of all years, I'm really focused on putting in, you know, my preference points in certain places that I want to hunt, which I've, like, totally procrastinated on all the other years. Like, I want to put in for Iowa. I'd like to put in for a Montana uh, tag. I know it takes a couple years, right? Yeah. Uh, right now, it's two. Um, it's it's a long, complicated thing. I won't get into it. But, yeah, okay. I drew with two, with two points. So, okay. yeah. Uh, when I that, apply for it, is it just like a general license kind of thing? Uh, yeah. So you have to, you have to like specify a unit, um, which, like I said, so I, I specified a unit that is like the best unit in Montana, knowing okay. that there's uh, was absolutely no way. So, and I did that so that I could get a bonus point as well. So that's it's, okay. like I said, it's a rabbit hole. Cause there's bonus points and preference points and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, um, gotcha. we can, we can talk about that and iron that out later. Yeah. Um, that, pro- that sounds like a whole nother podcast. Right. But I, no, I just wanted no. to ask you, I was just thinking about it cause I know it's, it's coming to that time, right. For, I mean, I know Iowa, I believe it's in like May, if it, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, yeah. That you so need I to just, start putting in points. I, I haven't looked at Iowa. I just put in a can uh, to get a Kansas point. Um, yeah. A couple days ago. Right. So your brother lives out there. So yeah, maybe we sh- I'll do that too, man. That would be pretty yeah. sick. If you want to make a trip out there, I'd go, I'd join you for that. 
Yeah, so go yeah, that was only public. that was twenty eight bucks for a bonus point, which okay. When when you're used to paying a hundred for points for elk for the other states, oh, wow. you're like twenty eight bucks. Psh, take my money. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That's wild, man. Yeah. So you don't get that back. No. Yeah. Damn. Yep. Right. Elk hunting. It's a, do- it's a don't. You sh- <laughs> it should. You got to put that on your taxes as a donation. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, you ain't kidding. I think that yeah. one might come off of the uh, the handyman uh, account right there. Right. <clears throat> Taxable income. Yeah. So that yeah, man. Uh, Kansas is till the twenty eighth um, of April. Of April that you so okay. You, Get on that. You just uh, what, you don't you need know, to apply is, for zones or anything. Oh shit! It's four twenty. Oh yeah. Are you celebrating? <laughs> oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, Man, yeah. So no, Kansas. You don't have to buy anything. You can literally uh, just buy the preference point, which is awesome. I like states that do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of uh, hype right now about Iowa becoming um, a little bit easier for out-of-state guys. Uh, no, it's just hearsay. I mean, I'm not, you know, it's nothing set in stone or anything, but I've, I've heard about it. So, yeah, it's, I know a lot I of mean, Iowa I, residents aren't happy about that, but. Right. I think that it's, it's like really difficult right now. Cause, uh, I don't remember which podcast I was just listening to. They were talking about it and he said that he could only go like once every six years if yeah. like the way that point creep is now, if it stays that way, you know, forever that he could only hunt like every six years. And he's yeah. like, he was like, I'm 35. He's like, no. So that means I'll only get to hunt Iowa like another four or five times probably. Yeah. I have heard it's easier for you to draw that late season muzzle litter, but I've also heard it's, it's colder than I mean, <laughs> it's nasty from what I was yeah. told. Yeah. I remember seeing some videos and stuff of late yeah. season from this past year, and it didn't yeah. even seem like it was a bad winter. So I remember I imagine. talking to Rendell Eric about that, and he was like, Yeah, bro, I'm hunting in like negative 20s today, you know, testing out this <laughs> Osseo gear. I'm like, Dude, you're a nut. Like, yeah, he's, that, he's a different breed. That's tough on deer. I can't imagine. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, dude, I've, I've hunted in like negative five to negative 10 before. And I was like, this is pointless when you live in an area and it gets that cold. Like those deer just don't move. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. Maybe Which, if it's that for that, for like a long period, then they have to. But if you just have like a cold front, you're like, Oh yeah, it's a giant cold fronts and do me negative today. The deer are definitely going to move. <laughs> no, no. Those deer yeah. are in survival mode in a thicket and they aren't going anywhere. Yeah, which is, it's crazy, you know, I guess you wouldn't really think of Iowa as that type of terrain or that, that sort of place that would get that cold. Yeah, it does, and, apparently. But, but the fact that it also grows, like, the biggest deer in the country is also what's wild. Yeah. And, I don't, I mean, we're going, we're getting way off and <laughs> Yeah, bullshit. I mean, this was, this was. Now, but. It doesn't really matter. Hey, people, no. you know, people like us to be real. 
one of yeah. these days we de- we definitely just need to do a free free uh spin on like politics and guns and all that kind of stuff but uh i agree yeah but man so, i mean we'll just call it goal, freedom yeah pretty much <laughs> There, there needs to be so much more of that, and uh, I hope you guys aren't out there enjoying a Bud Light, you know, on this Friday evening that you're hearing this, because uh, we don't, we don't support that crap here at Running and Gunning, um, Miller or Yingling all, all the way. So that's, that's what I was sipping on was a Yingling. That's right. Yeah. Or uh, some bourbon. No, you weren't. Yeah. Don't lie. I saw that Bud Light can in the back of there. <laughs> I'll pull this thing off right there. Oh, there you go. Okay. All For right. Those I of saw you the that blue. are listening, <laughs> it is a Yingling flight. <laughs> they are pretty good, actually. I do like them. Yeah. Well, All I right. think you uh, wrap this one up. <laughs> I think so, man. Our whole yeah. goal for this one was to keep it kind of short and sweet, just kind of do a, an overview of turkeys. Um, we're wishing you guys the best out there. I hope you're all having some luck. Um, appreciate you uh, tuning in this evening and um, we will catch you all next week. Tune in with us. Uh, we also, I'm trying to get a couple good guests here to come on soon. I know it's, it's kind of a, the off season right now. And I feel like, you know, I've really, we can't thank you guys enough for tuning in. Um, especially I know it's, you know, it's not really season. Not many people are that interested, but just want to thank you. If you're out there listening <clears throat> and I'm losing my voice. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is Turkey season and there obviously are a lot of people that are interested in that, but I feel like there's only so much Turkey stuff we can talk about. Like it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we can't, and, especially for us. I mean, we're, you know, I, I am a complete novice when it comes to Turkey hunting and you know, you've been doing it for a couple of years, but it's still like, it's nothing we can really speak to that. Yeah, I don't. That hard. I'm a firm believer that uh, we don't want to give you guys any BS, and I'm not. Um, I am by no means an expert turkey hunter, but uh, you know, hey, every dog we're has out there his having fun. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's that's the whole you know thing for us is just getting out in the woods and just having a good time. So, absolutely, keep after it. Go well, go knock down some birds. Yes, sir. Well, that was the longest outro we've had so far. But. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks again, guys. We, we do appreciate you all, and uh, tune in with us in the uh, next couple of weeks. See you. Thanks again for tuning in, guys. Like we said, we really appreciate you guys. Uh, it's a kind of a downtime of the year, and we, uh, we can't thank you all enough that are, are still listening at this point. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Lone Wolf Custom Gear. Uh, there's not too much new stuff going on, but we do have the Mobile Hunters Roadshow that's coming up in the next six to eight weeks. Uh, the first one's going to kick off in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. So come down there and see us. Uh, get your hands on the gear. There's literally no better place to, to learn and grow as a hunter than one of these shows. I promise you, you will not regret it. So get online. Check out mobilehunterroadshow.com and uh, reserve your spot. I'm going to end today's podcast with a quote that uh, I don't really know who said this one, but I really enjoy this quote. If it makes you happy, it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. I absolutely love that. Um, and it's the truth. I mean, you know, a lot of us want to try and please other people. And honestly, man, it's like if it's something that makes you happy, you don't need to justify it to anyone else out there. And, 
we hope you all are, are killing it this turkey season um, and hopefully everything's going well for you all and tune in with us next week uh, and we'll catch up. <laughs>